0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page, 126, two lines to the top. We've just been speaking about two levels of DAS. Kale is Hashem. Hashem is a god of deis in the plural. There's two types of Das, two types of knowledge. And we said that Das tahtoin. The lower level Das is the basically the perspective of the receivers or the creations that whatever is lower and closer to our reality is Yesh is a true existence. And what that which is higher and more spiritual is Ain, is above our reality. It doesn't exist, so to say. We do not feel it. We do not feel that existence. Um the reason why we're speaking about das is because the main we're explaining the main difference between the two ways of organizing the sphere's either zet ze, one underneath the other, or in the three different categories. Uh, the main difference between them is expressed in the level of das in its own level, and also in the revelation of godliness, which is channeled through das. That in the first way, where each one is underneath the other, each one is drawn is derived from the other. Um, das is underneath chachmah bina and is a um intermediary between to the Midas, and to the emotions and the second way das is standing directly underneath keser and the the light of keser shines within it that's all with regards to the actual level the level of das itself and the difference between the two different ways of organizing the spheres and das itself and then there's the way um in the first way das draws down only from the light of it channels only the light of chakmubina into the midas, and in the second way it's channeling das is channeling the light of Kesser into chakmubina that 's the revelation that comes through das now i're explaining in two types of das so this level lower level das um the whole idea of das in general is that the Ain key, the godly Ain, the godly reality which is above our physical reality should be felt within the creations which should come to a das which would come to feel that level of godliness godliness which is above us. And nevertheless, even though a person could come to feel, through his Das, he'll come to feel um, the ayin al the godly nothingness, so to say, um, still, he'll always feel that the Mata yesh, the my that in my world, my reality is the true reality, and that which is above me is not the true reality, because I can't, I can't sense it, I can't feel it. Um, because this level of the ayin al this level of the godly energy, which he's trying to connect to through his Das, is the source for the physicality, source for our creation. And therefore, the creation it always will have some type of, somewhat of an importance, even compared to this godly reality, this godly energy which creates it. And therefore, even though he'll feel the ayin, nevertheless he'll he'll always remain a yes, always remain an independent existence. But he'll nullify that independent existence, nullify that sense of self to the ayin. And therefore, the das is underneath chacham bina, meaning this level of das is within creation. It's not receiving something from something higher than creation. It's always within creation therefore even though the whole idea of das you'll you'll be able to comprehend and to um, connect to and to feel the ayn aliki the godly energy which creates all of creation but since we're talking about the lower level das which is within the chain of the sphere race, therefore it'll never get you above your own reality and above your own yesh's two lines from the top now al-iki the level of the godly energy which is related to the Yesh to creation. to say the That is referring to the godly energy, the light of the chain of creation. Cause the godly energy, the godly light which is which is diminished, which comes becomes diminished and enclosed within the vessels of all the different spheres of of creation, who is Relatable, it has the ability to be the source for creation. Being that this type of energy, this godly energy, is diminished from level to level. So the godly energy which relates to creation is that energy which is diminished and has the ability to become enclosed within the vessels of the specific sphere. Meaning it's already a limited, diminished energy, able to enclose in limited, defined vessels. And therefore, even though we're talking about in this godly vessels of the world of Atzilis, still, since we're talking about a light which is able to enclose in vessels, that means that it has the ability, that has the relationship enough with the worlds, with limitation, that it can be the source for the limited creation. Because we're talking about an energy which is coming dimin- more diminished and more, more contracted. And that's how we can say that um, it says in other places that Chokhmah. Is that meaning the highest sphera of all the ten spheres and of all the worlds? And Chachma Vatzilas is the source for creation, for the source for worlds. Like the verse says, until him, you have made everything through Chochmah. That's the deeper explanation of that verse. You have made everything through Chachma. We see that the world is created through Chachma. And like Targum Anderson says on the first verse of the Torah, Bereshis, he says, what is Reshis? Through Reshis. What is Reshis? Chuchmasa is uh, Chochma. Through Reshis, Hashem created everything. Through Chochma, Hashem created everything. Bereshis, Nami Chulu, like the sages say, that on the ten utterances of creation, we only see nine utterances. What's the tenth? And that is Bereshis, Baralikim, that the first Bereshis is also considered an utterance through which Hashem created the worlds. So we see that Beratius, this first verse, which is talking about Reshis, the level of Chochma, the first Sphera is also considered an utterance which created all the worlds, the source of creation. But in truth, we know that Chochmah actually totally is not You cannot truly say that it's on a level which relatable to be has the ability to be source for limited creations. Chachma is a very sublime, very transcendent, very high level. The highest of the 10 spheres. So how are we saying now that Chachma, if through Chachma all of creation is, is it's the source of all worlds? However, the idea is because Chokmah is the beginning of all the chain of creation, even though it's the highest level within creation, but it's the beginning, it's the meaning, even though um, it is the highest level, but it's the beginning of the chain of creation. From Chokmah comes Bina, Bina comes Das, and then the Midis. It's the beginning of limitation a beginning of definition and therefore it must be we must say that it is a source for creation because it is the beginning it's the first level of within creation so it is a source that just like um, the godly energy is drawn down from level to level until it gets to the the lowest of the 10 spheres, which is the source for creation, the creation of the um, physical reality. So, is the beginning of all of and therefore we must say that it is a source of creation because from Chachma comes bina bina comes das das comes the midas and eventually comes malchus which malchus is the actual source for creation malchus your malchus your kingship is the basically source of all the worlds that basically it's starting the godly energy is contracted and diminished and includes in khakhma of atilus and descends down until eventually it's drawn down to from level to level, and it reaches Malchus of, of Atzilis, the lowest world, the lowest sphere of the world of Atzilis, and then it becomes an actual source for the bringing into being of the physical reality. So therefore, we see that really Chokhmah is part of this chain. So it is actually, in a distant way, source for creation, source for worlds, and that's why we say that Atzilis, the world of Atzilis in general, is called a intermediary between the infinite energy of Hashem and the infinite energy of the emanator of Hashem to the creations, because atzillus is actually this bridge. It bridges the infinite reality into the finite reality. The, um, the first time that the infinite touches the finite is in Chochmah of atzillus, and then that Chochmah of Atsilis is what translates the energy lower and lower, and it goes down through the, all the chains of the spheres until it reaches Malkus of atzillus, and there it's diminished enough to go through the last, to go through that symptom, the last contraction, and to go into actual biya, the, the worlds of Bria uh, Tzirat which is the worlds of creation. And therefore, the level of the lower das, like we were speaking about until now, from the perspective of creation, which basically is the feeling, the sensing of the godly energy which has a relationship with the creation of the world, meaning which is a eventual source for creation. The, way, the place where this das is is directly under Chokhmah and Bina because Chokhmah and Bina are the source of creation. Like we just said, Chokhmah is the source of creation. And therefore, the das, which whole idea of das is to connect to godliness, is to sense godliness it's only, we're only talking about a level of Das which can relate to a godly energy which is already diminished and contracted and is the source for crea- creation. So that's all Das Tachting. Avo, Avo Das Elyun, the higher level Das, the higher perspective. This is the higher perspective, meaning the perspective from. A the perspective from above, not from the receivers, but from the giver, meaning from Hashem, that that which is higher, the, whatever is higher, whatever is more godly, whatever is connect, more connected to spirituality, is the true existence, and that which is lower and more physical is the true non-existence. The ain sayfu because the the infinite essence of Hashem, that is the only true existence. lamata, and that which is lower and more physical is really considered as the non-existence, the not-true existence. Because like the Zayar says, everything before Hashem, as, as if it is, doesn't exist, it's as, it's as not. Because it is the lower it is, the more it, it's disconnected from the true reality of Hashem's infinite essence. The higher it is, the more spiritual it is, the more it's connected and closer to that true reality. And this perspective, the, das, the higher das, das Elgin, is from the perspective of the infinite energy of Hashem, which totally transcends the chain of creation. Therefore, this level of Das is, or in the other way of organizing the spheres in the three categories, where Das stands directly underneath Keser, which is the light of Hashem, which transcends creation. Which That is, the level of Keser is the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, which totally transcends creation, and that is. What Das Elian's perspective is from that level, from that level of receiving from Kesser, of receiving from above creation, the perspective is that anything that's closer to Hashem, meaning anything that's higher, is more of a true existence. Anything that's lower, farther from Hashem, so to say, farther from the revelation of God's essence, is more of a non-reality, not a true existence. But I need to explain this more. We've explained before that das in general is this idea of an intellectual feeling, is sensing. And identifying with whatever you're contemplating. Which means that the godly energy which a person has comprehended, grasped with his chokmah and his bina. The idea of das is to bring that. Which that godly concept, the godly energy, the godly light, so to say, which you've comprehended, which you've grasped with your, in a, just a, a general point, an essential point in Chokmah, and then brought down into true understanding in Bina, now is to take that concept and to bring it down to a sensing, a feeling, an intellectual feeling, a identifying with. Now it's known, a famous saying that the ultimate purpose of, of knowing, of knowledge, Is that we should not know? What does that mean? Return to meaning to say, meaning that the whole purpose, the ultimate. So there is a lot of explanations about this statement that the whole ultimate purpose of knowledge is that we shouldn't know. Sometimes we explain it to mean that the ultimate purpose, the highest level of knowledge, is to realize that you really do not know. Meaning that there is levels of godliness and levels which you have no comprehension of whatsoever that's the highest level of knowledge to realize that actually you do not know that you do not have a knowledge of the truth here we're explaining a little different that the shahiyah yadiyah of our gashabayin seif that a person should have a yadiyah meaning from the word das he should have a feeling a sensing of the infinite essence of hashem which is not known, meaning because it's which is totally transcends, is above comprehension, like we said. And this is referring to the level of Das elyin, the higher Das, which stands directly underneath Keser and receives from that infinite energy of Hashem, and has the, therefore has the ability to come to a feeling, a sensing, even of that infinite essence of Hashem, which transcends creation. And through that Das, which we're speaking about, which directly receives from Keser, the infinite energy of Hashem, this light of Hashem, which transcends creation, is channeled down to Chokhmah and Bina. That the fact that we know that it's felt within the level of Chokhmah, that Hashem is the only true existence and there's nothing else besides Him, that is how it's explained in Tanya and other places, that Chokhmah is the word Koyachmah the letters ma, the power of what the power of basically of bitl uh, like Moshe Benu and Aran said about themselves ma, what are we and Rashi explains ma anu what are we what's our importance before Hashem we are nothing compared to Hashem Chochma feels that reality it's it's a, it's so disconnected to yesh the feeling of self that it is the perfect vessel the perfect channel for Hashem's true reality feeling that truth that there is no other true existence except for Hashem so but how does Chochmah get that feeling? That's because it's, re- it's receiving from the light of Kesser, which transcends creation, through Das, through the intermediary of Das. The fact that Chochmah feels that, that Hashem is only true existence. And also that Bina also gets that, is infused with that reality. And in general, all the ten spheres of Tzillus have that rea- feeling of that reality, that truth, that Hashem is the only true existence, that's on coming through the channel of the higher level Das, which receives directly from that light of Hashem, which transcends creation, which and that level is felt that there is nothing else except for Hashem. And so we can explain now that the, the fact that this drawing down this influx of godliness is through the channel of Das, Das, that, who that is actually because Das is this aspect of Hargosha, of intellectual sensing and identifying with feeling. And hargosha is something feeling, which is something which is related relative, relative to, even to which is connected to, even to the um, infinite, the unlimited level of godliness, which is not comprehended, meaning there's a level of godliness which transcends creation, which is infinite, which is unlimited, which there is, no thought can grasp it. However, that's talking about hasaga, grasping, but hargasha, feeling, an intellectual feeling, can be even in that infinite, that unlimited level which transcends creation. And therefore, when we're organizing the spheres in this way, where it's three different categories, are not underneath the Kesser, are not underneath, directly underneath that level of godliness, the infinite essence of Hashem. Because this way of organizing the spheres is in their, like we said, it's the inner core of the spheres, so referring to the godly infinite energy of Hashem, which shines in the spheres which refers to the revelation of the, the essence of the light of Keser, the light of Hashem which transcends creation, just like the crown is above the head. we referring to specifically the essence of Hashem's will, which shines within the Ten Spheres, like we said before. And this, in this level, this transcendent, infinite level, it's not possible to have a comprehension and to grasp that level. It's not possible that any limited, defined creation should be able to grasp that unlimited level. The only thing that which can connect to that level is a feeling, the intellectual feeling of das. So that's why when we're organizing the spheres in this way, um the Khachum Bina do not stand directly underneath Kessar because they cannot receive from Kessar. Because the way that they the way that they connect to reality is through hasaga and tfisa, is through grasping, is through comprehension. And comprehension it means that you're taking that whatever you 're trying to comprehend and bring it into yourself and that 's impossible we 're talking about the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite essence of Hashem, the will of Hashem which transcends creation, but Das does stand underneath Kester because Hargasha, a, a spiritual feeling, a intellectual feeling, a sensing is something which can happen in that in, infinite energy yuvan so according to this we 'll understand it 'll be understood Masha das Nikra Oshir. now we 're going back to what we were saying earlier in the minor. We're speaking about how Moshe became rich from the um, from the basically the shavings of the luchos of the tablets when he made the tablets, the second tablets. Just go back for a second. So we said that Moshe so became rich from the from the waste. And the shavings of the second, the second luchus. and then we said in order to understand that we first have to understand what is the idea of a usher of rich, because in, in the zoyar it says on the verse usher lo Yarba, the rich person should not give more, and usher, da So we said that the, the rich person is referring to the middle category of the spheris. So we have to understand why is the middle category of the spheris called the rich. Um, which we said, I'm going back to Kuf Chav right now, 122. We said that that's referring to level of Das, which is in the middle category of the spheres. And like it says in the, like the sages say, a person can only become rich. A, a truly rich person is only with Das. Um, that's why the prayer of Moisha is called Nazir, Tfilas Asher. And it's known that Yaakov was also in the middle category. Yaakov is Tiferis, the middle category of the spheres. Tiferis is underneath Das. And we found also that uh, prayer by Yaakov, it says, Vayivka b'mokim, he encountered the place, which the sages say in Pegiya al-Tefila, this word Pegiya Vayivka is referring to prayer. And nevertheless, his prayer, the prayer of Yaakov, is not called the prayer of a rich person. Because Moshe and Yaakov, they are both on the middle category of the Sphiris. However, uh, Moshe is, is the level of Das and Yaakov's level of Tiferis, which is the basically a lower level of Das when you're categorizing the Sphiris, organizing them in this fashion. Moshe is from the inner core, from the Das, and Yaakov is from the outside. Um, Moshe is Das, Yaakov is Tiferis, and therefore, being that Das is level of Usher, of a rich person, therefore the, the prayer of Moshe is called the Tefillas Usher. So, in order to understand this, that Das is called Rich Usher, we have to understand that there's two ways of organizing this here. So, now we're going back to this idea now. So, I'll, now we'll understand the fact that Das is called Rich, is the truly, the true rich. ain't Usher lebe das the whole idea of somebody who's rich is that he is um he's mushba he's he receives uh, abundance of shefa abundance of um godly energy or whether it be in the spiritual sense godly energy abundance of energy or abundance of money or abundance of possessions he's he's mushba shefa. The Yaduah in the spiritual sense he has he gets the highest level, the most abundant, the most unlimited level, revelation of Godliness. That is truly rich. do that? Who do who known the <speaking in Hebrew> who When when can you say that this idea of riboy shefa of abundance of flow of energy that is only from the level of kesser which transcends creation which is an unlimited flow of energy vitur, <speaking in Hebrew> and the level of kesser which transcends creation, the will of Hashem that is the place of vitur of foregoing um the lochi nikra arichampin that's why the level of keser is called arichampin um, the, the will of hashem is called arichampin That's the external level of keser and which is arichampin that the lo- which literally means the long face which means to say that erichapayim hashem is slow to anger in the simple sense, um, and that is the idea of vitor, that Hashem is forgoes, even though a person did something wrong, he foregoes the punishment for that person. Keser is the place where the, you have this idea of makim Vitr, the place where Hashem forgoes, even though, meaning he does not exact punishment exactly according to what we we, we deserve. Uh, and that's why the higher level das, which is directly underneath keser, which receives directly from keser, who is called rich because it's getting that... That energy from the level of that transcendent infinite energy from Kesser, which is the riba Shafa. it's the abundance of flow of energy. But And that on concerning that level of das, which is receiving from Kesser, it says that the the rich person should not give more al al that he should not give more than ten. What does that mean? So that's ha'asher le'yarbe. So he's mixing around the, the letters here. Usher can also be read to Eser, ten. So Shulayarbel he shouldn't get, he shouldn't give more than ten. What does that mean? Shum, haemna, abdala, da, yud. so what is this idea of Eser, the ten? It's explained there in the in the uh, Zoyar right? that Avna the stone which we. Which we weigh with, you put on the scale it has two sides. You put one on one side the stone to know the weight of the other side, the stone you know the weight of, and then the other thing you're trying to weigh you put it on the other side, to see how much it makes the scale go up or down. So this stone which you weigh with that is referring to the yud. That's what the Zera says. Like by way of analogy, when a person weighs his merchandise on one of the sides of this scale. He put the merchandise on one of the sides of the scale, one of the hands of the scale. And you put the the weighing stone on the other side because you know the weight of that stone. And however much the, the, um, the weighing stone uh, brings down the, the kaf mezaim, the, the, it's, it's hand of the scale. That's how much you'll know how much the um, merchandise is, is the, the weight of the merchandise. However much the stone goes down, that's how much you'll know there's the weight of the merchandise. Because you don't know the weight of the merchandise, but you know the weight of the stone. So according to that, how much the stone, where the place of the stone is, how, how low it went, that's how much it weighs. So the conclusion is, Sha'ikr hu mishkal Haskhira. So the main thing we're trying to figure out here is the weight of the merchandise. And the the uh, the, um, weighing stone is only there in order to know the weight of the merchandise, but it's not the main purpose here. Now we understand also in the spiritual sense we're saying the zayar that the the weighing stone that is referring to the yud. How does that mean? The main thing is the, that which is being weighed with uh, weighed by the Yud, because the Yud is the, the weighing stone here. <speaking in Hebrew> the Yud is like the, the weighing stone. <speaking in Hebrew> if so, the thing which is being weighed through that weighing stone of the Yud, that is on a higher level than it. We're speaking in the spiritual sense now. It's more important in the physical analogy the actual merchandise which you're weighing and the weighing stone is just the, helping you know the weight of that thing. So to hear, the Yud, which is the weighing stone, is the secondary and the main thing with what you're weighing, that's the main thing is meaning it's on a higher level. We have to understand what is higher than the Yud, which usually refers to of Vatzilas, the highest of the ten spheres. what is higher than that Yud? So the zohar said that, um, that what? So concerning this level of Das, which receives directly from Keser, it says, The usher yarbe, The rich person should not give more. And it says, al eser, Should not give more than than 10. So what is the level of Eser? It says in the Raya that it's referring to the weighing stone, which is the Yud, which usually refers to Chokmah, we'll see. And the weighing stone is a secondary, whereas that which you're weighing, the merchandise, is the main thing. So what is this main thing, which is higher than the Yud? Uh, and you know, so the idea is, <coughs> the hiney. The whole concept of the breaking, the shattering of the vessels of the world of Tayu, which was at the beginning of creation, the whole world was Toyu Vavayu, Hashem created the world, that there is a higher world called Toyu, in which His Godly revelation, was unbounded, infinite, and was too much for the vessels to handle. Too much for the receptacles to handle, and there was a shattering of the vessels, which was all on purpose, obviously, in order to create, in order to create um, unholiness and tuma and klipeh from holiness. There was no way that it could be in a Seder Masudr in an orderly fashion, and even through many tzitzumim, it had to be through a great just breaking, a shattering, um, and that's the whole idea of shveda sakelim. So in order to create Tuma and Klippa and physicality in general, there had to be this idea of the breaking of the vessels. So the whole idea of the breaking of the vessels happened in the seven lower spheres, which is referring to the midas of the the midas of that of that world. Whereas the uh, Gimel Risheneis, <coughs> the three initial spheres, which is uh, the intellectual spheres, don't have that same intensity that the emotions do. Like we see why a child, the child's emotions run wild. And even a, even a regular an adult, the emotions run wild and they have more intensity than a person, than the intellect does. And that's why the intensity and the energy of, the, of God's energy within the vessels specifically caused breaking within the emotional vessels, the emotional energy. The vessels, of the emotions... And that happened. The Shem Sag, which is one of the names of Hashem. Um, when you when you spell it out, in its full way, like Yud, you spell Yud Yud, and then a Vav, and then a Dalid, Different ways of spelling Hashem's name, and the full sense. They come up with different miracle equivalents. So this one is Sag is sixty three. Shenoflu uh, b'shem ban, and these shattering these vessels shattered and they fell down into the name of Hashem, which is signified. Uh, which is written in a certain way where its, where it's numerical equivalent is 52 which that, that aspect of writing Hashem's name always refers to Malchus of Atzilus um, the lowest sphere of the world of the highest sphere of the world of Atzilus which is the source for all the lower worlds of B'riah Asir Malchus is Malchus your kingship is the source of all the worlds because Malchus is Ein Melech um, without a king there's no nation without a king Sorry, there's no king without a nation. The whole concept of kingship obligates, so to say, that there should be a nation, there should be a separate existence in which he is king over that. So, the whole idea of the shattering of the vessels happened in the emotional attributes of the world of Tayu, and they fell down into the sort, into Malchus of Attilas, which is the source for all the lower worlds, the lower created worlds. <speaking> who, what is the whole purpose, the ultimate purpose of the shattering of the vessels was in order that there should be able to be this concept of divine service, service of Hashem, and that there should also be this concept of um, reward and punishment. This whole concept of serving Hashem, meaning having to work to serve Hashem, having to overcome your evil inclination, in your animal soul, and the hindrances, the obstacles of the world, in order to serve Hashem, that whole concept of avoid, service, just like we always see in from of uh, when you take the hides of the animal, and you work them, in order to make them into, uh, the skin of an animal, in order, to, in order to make it into a hide, or to leather, in order to make it to leather, you have to really work it, if this, you know, pound on it, and stamp on it. That's the whole concept of Avaidah. Avaidah is always something which goes against her nature. So in order to bring about a world, which there would be such idea of obstacles within ourselves and within the world, that happened to, that had to happen through the breaking of the vessels, the shattering of the vessels. Um, and also the concept of Scharva'inish, of reward and punishment. There would be no reward, no punishment, if there wasn't this idea of the shattering of the vessels. Because the whole possibility that there should be a feeling a separate existence, meaning an existence that feels itself separate from Hashem it feels its own independence that's only through the shattering of the vessels, like I said before that breaking is something which goes against the whole chain of creation and allows there should be an existence of klipa of separateness then you can talk about this this whole concept of serving Hashem, going against your nature and the whole concept of Having reward, good reward for the righteous, and punishment for the wicked, only possible if you have the shattering of the vessels. And specifically, this is referring into the lower worlds of creation, the created worlds, which they are the first worlds that feel themselves um, independent; they feel their own independent existence, which is not the case in the tzilus. It's just the tzilus is just an emanation or a revelation. Of that which was concealed in the Elyon Seif, in the infinite energy of Hashem, therefore it doesn't have its own, doesn't feel its own, its separate existence. It feels itself totally nullified to Hashem. In the world of Bria, the world of creation, that's where the first feeling of independence starts. So, in those lower worlds of Bria, that's where the whole concept of independent existence um, starts, and therefore it's possible to talk about the concept of Avoidah, of serving Hashem against your nature and against the obstacles. But above. In lower worlds of creation, it's not possible to talk about the concept of a, vayda, a divine service. Obviously, not 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 obviously not talking about the not only in the worlds of the called the worlds of the Ain the infinite worlds, which are even transcend the world of Atzilis. You can't talk about the whole concept of independent existence, and therefore. You can't talk about the whole concept of a there. Akhbaiba akudim. For example, of one of these these infinite worlds, is the world of akudim, which is even a higher world, even. It's a step even before the world of tayu. Akudim, which means joined together. In that world, there is the utmost nullification, self effacement, surrender. Of the of all the creation there or of all of the beings in those world in that world of akudim everything is bittel is kalus and all uh, totally absorbed subsumed within the infinite energy of Hashem. So obviously in the worlds of the elmasayin seif which transcend the tzilus there's no concept of a void, a divine service and going against going against your independent nature. Um, that's like the world of akudim, which it says that all this all the. The oyer of all the spheres were were all joined together in one cle. There's not ten different receptacles, vessels of the spheres. Everything is totally absorbed within the Aryan safe and also included um, together. We're on the next page, Kuch of Zion, 127 at the top. There we can, it's not possible to speak about the whole concept of divine service. even the world of Batsilus, which is the first world it might it may not be a created world yet that feels its own independent existence, but it is a defined, limited, um, formed world already. So even in the world of Laidis, which now we can already speak about, that there are vessels, receptacles for the divine energy, in which which implies that uh, receptacles implies that there is a limited, defined existence, which is defining the revelation of Hashem's energy whereas in the world of Akudim, everything is totally absorbed in the Ein Seif, the infant energy of Hashem, there is not yet this concept of a defined, limited vessel. So even though there are this concept of vessels in the world of Tils, <makes per voice> of <children> nevertheless, the vessels, receptacles, are totally nullified and unified with the godly energy which is revealed through them. So they don't feel their own existences at all. Therefore, even though there is limitation, there is definition in the world of Atsilas because of these vessels. But that definition is totally totally um, taken over by the feeling of the godly revelation there. It doesn't feel its own existence. They don't feel that limitation. They just feel that the light which is shining through them. The of like it says in the Tukunizaira about the world of Atzilus, that in the world of Atsilas, in the world of Atzilus him and his vessels are all one. Meaning Hashem. The infinite energy of Hashem and the vessels of the world of Atsilus are all one, and therefore the vessels don't feel their own limitation. Well, Let's stop there in the top three lines from the top of page, Kuv Zion, 127. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chesidus. This is Levi Gelb, and if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chsidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teutair Lukute almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimurim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Teutair. And also, you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email email me at Rabbi Gelb at Gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much